Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at the reasons it's so difficult to get definite recommendations on what you should and shouldn't eat from nutritionists. This week, we're going to look at the composition of food and how much of each of the things that are in food you should be getting, or at least we're going to start on that. That, That's going to take us a little while. First thing you have to look at is the biological part of why we eat. There's only two reasons that we need food as far as our bodies. Now, when we get to the reasons why we actually eat, they're going to be varied. There's going to be a lot of difference in, in why we actually eat and the biological reason we eat. The biological reason we eat is we need energy and we need building blocks to make new stuff out of when we're making parts of our body. That's it. There are people that that's the reasons that they eat. They, you know, I'm just eating to fuel my body. I'm just eating, you know, to to give my body something to build healthy cells out of. I eat because I really like food. And I know a lot of you eat because you really like food. You may eat because you're depressed. You may eat because you're happy. You may eat because of whatever, because the food is there. So anyway, there's a lot of reasons other than the biological reasons that we eat. But we're going to look at the biological reasons right now. When you look at food, or actually when you eat food, it's made up of three basic components. It's either protein, it's fat, or it's carbohydrate. But we're going to concentrate on the proteins, the fats, and the carbohydrates. All of these are big molecules. As far as molecules go, I mean, molecules are tiny, but these are big, tiny molecules. And they're made up of smaller, big molecules. And those smaller molecules are made up of atoms. What happens whenever you eat anything? First thing, your body does mechanical digestion. It crunches it all up. It goes down your stomach. It gets ground up and squished up and everything. And then it starts with the different chemicals. To me, and I have to imagine things in different ways um, because I'm a visual person, and I think of the food being made out of like its own little brand of Legos. And whenever you eat it, your body spends the day taking apart the little Legos and putting them back together as something else. Sometimes when your body takes little molecules apart and puts them back together, it requires your body to spend energy. Sometimes when it takes the molecules apart and puts them back together as something else, it gives off energy. So hopefully by the end of the day, you will have spent the same amount of energy taking things apart and putting it together as you got out of taking things apart and putting it together. So you have a neutral energy balance. The first kind of molecule I'd like to talk to you about is the carbohydrates. Now, carbohydrates have gotten a really bad rap recently and justifiably so. There's a lot of extra calorie balance because of the very simple carbohydrates and the sugars that we end up with in our food. There's three kinds of carbohydrates, basically. There's sugar, starch, and fiber. We're going to come back to the fiber in a little bit. We're going to concentrate right now on the sugar and starch. The only purpose for sugar and starch in your diet is to provide you with energy. Now, all carbohydrates are built up of building blocks called sugars, usually glucose. So when you eat it, your body breaks these little sugars apart and sends them out into the bloodstream, and that causes your blood sugar to start to go up. If you're a diabetic, that's a problem. If you're not a diabetic, it's probably still a problem. The higher consumption of sugar has been linked to heart disease, uh, high blood pressure, fatty liver disease, and excess fat. So you can see why this gets a really bad rap. Now, 
if we were the prehistoric uh, cavemen or even earlier ancestors, when you ate something with a lot of carbohydrates in it, then you went out and worked for the next seven hours and used up all that sugar that was in your bloodstream. So you didn't have any spikes in blood sugar and it wasn't really a problem. Now we eat a high carbohydrate meal and we go sit at a desk or we go stand at a machine or whatever and we don't burn up all that uh, extra sugar in our bloodstream and it really causes some problems for us. Now we've heard about simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. Really Simple carbohydrates are your sugars. You've got one molecule long or two molecule long. When it gets all the way up to three molecules long, it's called a complex carbohydrate. Complex carbohydrates are not necessarily better for you than simple carbohydrates because some of your complex carbohydrates, your starches, are very easy to, to digest. They put sugar into your bloodstream almost as fast as eating pure sugar. So does that make all carbohydrates bad? No, not at all. We really need a, a major recommendation is 45% to 65% of all your calories in a day need to come from carbohydrates. That's about two to 300 grams a day of carbohydrates. The big factor is where do you get these carbohydrates from and how do you use them? I'm going to start with where do you get the carbohydrates from? The best place to get all your carbohydrates from is from plant sources generally from whole plant sources. You know, it's better to eat a grape than it is to drink grape juice because you've got the extra fiber. It's better to eat whole wheat bread than it is to eat processed white bread. Matter of fact, there was one study done, and this doesn't seem like much, but they gave the people whole wheat bread sandwiches made with cheddar cheese, and the other group, they gave them white bread sandwiches made with American cheese, and they all had the exact same number of calories. It took your body 35 more calories to digest the whole wheat and cheddar cheese sandwich than it did the white bread and American cheese sandwich. Now, that doesn't sound like much. It's just 35 calories. But in 100 days, you've put on a pound. So in a year, you've put on three pounds with just eating the white bread and the American cheese instead of the whole wheat bread and the cheddar cheese. So anytime you can eat the food in its whole unprocessed or least processed amount, that's good. The reason this makes such a difference is the less we have processed the food, the harder it is for your body to digest. I heard somebody say one time, I feel sorry for those people. They have to buy their steak without it being pre-chewed. We get the hamburger, so somebody's already chewed it up. But really, it takes your body more energy and more effort and more time to digest it well as it does that instead of you getting this rapid burst of carbohydrates it breaks those sugars off and puts them into the bloodstream slowly so you get a long sustained supply of energy instead of a rapid spike of energy and then a crash without it is there ever a time that it's okay to eat a donut because as you know from my introduction and from other things i've said i like donuts I went to, we had a new donut truck come to town the other, last week and I went and sampled the donut. So yes, it is definitely okay to once in a while have a donut. It's even okay to once in a while have a donut if you're not going to go out and exercise strenuously. But if you're going to go out and do something, a strenuous exercise, um, you're going to go out and do a, a three mile run or you're going to go do a high intensity interval workout or something along those lines, then your body, if you wait about a half an hour after you eat that donut, your body's going to suck that blood, that sugar right out of your bloodstream and you're not going to have a problem with the donut. 
However, please be aware, I am not suggesting that you go on the donut and jogging diet. That's not what I'm saying. Just once in a while, you can indulge. I know a lot of you are saying, but wait a minute, carbohydrates make you fat. Actually, carbohydrates don't make you fat. Too many carbohydrates make you fat. Your body doesn't store carbohydrates very well. They're, they're hard to store as carbohydrates. You'll store about 2,000 calories extra of carbohydrates for about a day and a half. And if you've got any more than that, your body just turns it into fat to store it. So you want to make sure that you don't overindulge on any of your calorie sources. So to summarize what we've gone over, carbohydrates are important to your body to give you energy. You don't build anything out of them. You just get energy. You need to get about 45 to 65 percent of all of your daily energy requirement from carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates need to be from plant sources, preferably as close to whole food as you can. I mean, I know you have it as process, processed as little as possible. You can get your sources from you know, brown rices, from fruits, vegetables, beans. There's all kinds of places you get your carbohydrates from, but you need to make sure that you're getting as close to whole foods as you can. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. So next week in Carbohydrates, the sequel, we're going to look at some other benefits of getting the right amount of carbohydrates. What happens if you get too much? What happens if you don't get enough? And what is fiber and why is it good for you? So I hope you tune in next week as we try to make fitness funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.